This podcast was recorded for the Sound Environment Show on Radio Galari. Radio Galari is a community radio station based in the Kimberley, Western Australia. For more information, go to www.galari.com. Sound Environment, Animal of the Week. And hey there, Mr. Happy Squid, you move so psychedelically. And this week, here on Sound Environment, for Animal of the Week, we have a very special guest presenter, author of 12 different titles, Pat Lowe, who's recently come out with a book called Our Friends, the Termites. Welcome to Sound Environment, Pat. Thank you, Kat. Pat, you've been fascinated by termites for a while. What initially you know, piqued your interest in this little creature? Um, well, I suppose originally was when I read a book called The Soul of the White Ant by um, Eugene Murray, who's a South African, and... Um, he studied them very closely, and he, he wasn't scientifically trained, he was a journalist, but uh, he wrote a series of essays about them, and that sort of first piqued my interest, because it's a beautiful read. It's probably um, a good thing he was a, a journalist rather than a scientist then, because it might not have been such a great collection yeah, of essays exactly. otherwise. <laughs> no offence, Jason. <laughs> All scientists should get cha- trained in journalism, I think. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, what is it about termites that's so remarkable from well, your point of view? Well, it's, um, it's the way they live. Like, uh, they co- co- cooperate on building these mounds, different types of mounds, which are very intricate. And um, I, I marvel at the thought that um, somehow they're all programmed to do a great many things. And um, they communicate with one another and... Um, they can even change jobs sort of thing sometimes. <laughs> it's incredible, isn't it? And, I mean, you just mentioned a moment ago that they communicate with each other. I mean, how, how do, they, do they do that? Do they? Well, they have various ways of communicating. One is um, through pheromones, which um, are smells, I suppose. Um, the smell that belongs to their hive. I mean, not their hive, that's bees. Um, their nest. And uh, so they recognise the pheromone of their own nest and they will kill another termite of the same species that comes into their oh really yeah um but sometimes they live side by side with other species of termite probably because they're not rivals they do slightly different things live in slightly different ways um see i had no idea they were so um i guess territorial with within their own species though yes Yeah. yeah apparently and um in fact i've seen it I've, I've dropped one from one termite mound into another and it's flung itself out quickly before it got... Yeah. That's pretty mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's for science. It's for science. But I put it back. I put it back. <laughs> but it kept flinging itself. I did it a few times and then I put it back. With the science. <laughs> <laughs> Repeat torture. Yeah. Um... Yeah, where were we? <laughs> oh, um, so other than um, pheromones, oh, yes, uh, how yes. do they communicate? So, but also they, um, the queen sits in her uh, bridal chamber and um, gets very fat making babies. She sits there with her king and her children look after her because she's the mother of them all and they groom her and feed her and do all the sorts of things that we'd love our children to do for us. <laughs> Um, so she just gets to hang around and, uh, and have babies. And, and, yes, ha- ha- lay eggs. And, and then they look after the eggs, so she doesn't even have to mind her own newborns. And um, uh, anyway, she emits pheromones. Uh, so 
Um, she somehow senses when there's an imbalance in the castes. You know, they have different castes, like yes. bees. Mm-hmm. So they have workers and soldiers and various other levels of um, of worker, usually, as well as the larvae and the um, nymphs, which are the younger stages. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she seems to sense when there is an imbalance and then she emits certain types of pheromones and then that somehow affects um, what happens in the... In the, so she can sort of reallocate the job of the different. Yeah, pheromones. I think so. She gives uh, messages pheromones. like that. How amazing! Yes. So it's a true dictatorship. A true dictatorship. Benevolent. Yes, <laughs> but then another thing they do is um, you can watch them um, when there's a disturbance to the nest, like when I put a little hole in it. <laughs> 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 Patlo, you keep, I thought the termites were our friends and here you are <laughs> dumping them into rival termite nests and putting little holes in the, in the termite nest. Yeah, and the soldiers come out uh-huh. and they have a go at you. Oh. You know the big ones, the big ones um, that we all see and love near Broome, yes. you know, on the way and through the Kimberley? Well, they're a particular species, spinifex termites. They don't eat our houses, so we don't have to worry if they build them in our yards. Oh, I was always wondering about that because I've got a terrible termite problem at our house but I never see the big mounds no no oh no they're the um, mastotermes probably which is one species they're big big species yeah and they eat the big house that ones yeah yes so they live underground I take it yes yeah mm. Mm. and in people's in, in dead wood and so on and so when you see you know walking down the street you might see little brown trails is that termites ah oh, yes um, there are some walking down the street well, in the in the, in the, bush know, the dirty bit. The yes, dirt, that's not right. The, not the footpath. Yeah, sometimes about five, four, four o'clock in the afternoon or later, latish in the day, in the wet season particularly, because they get dried out in the dry season. So, but you see them more in the wet season. And yes, you see them in a little um, army almost. And usually they're going in two directions. Mm-hmm. So some are going out and some are coming back carrying bits of timber or, or grass actually to the nest. But if you go and look at them, they realise you're there, they sense you're there, and suddenly they all head in one direction and disappear down in the hole as fast as they can. And then the soldiers are outside, waving their antennae and watching. It's just as if they're rounding them up, and they wait till the last one comes in, and then they must give an order to seal the hole. The last soldier goes in, they seal the hole. Occasionally one gets left out. Oh, no. <laughs> and you can, you can be watching. And he'll get to the hole, you know, it's almost filled in. And they'll open it for him. And in he goes, and then they seal it up. It's amazing. Or she goes, probably. Um, some, of the, some of them, you know, all the soldiers are, are female or male or whatever, mm. according to the species. Yeah. I think we got off the track there, communication. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They are such interesting creatures. So when they meet, as they're running along after this disturbance, um, so the soldiers come out and get all upset and look around to see what's, um, who's, who's intruding. And then things settle down and then the workers come up, drudging, you know, drudging, the heavy lifters. They come up carrying bits of, nice little round bits of, um, of uh, clay, I suppose, wet clay, to put, to repair the hole. And... Um, if they're going to put it in the wrong place, <laughs> oh. I mean, I'm very, being very anthropomorphic here, but if they... That's all right, we love that. Sometimes they come, they come towards 
a particular spot to put the and then the soldier seems to wave at them and then they go oh and they go somewhere else <laughs> but it's extraordinary to watch and if you disturb it again um, the soldiers tell them more or less I mean well it looks as if they're instructing them to go back down to, and they drop their loads and they go rushing back down in, inside the, the mound until all's clear again it's quite so it's really yeah. yeah interesting to watch of course we don't know what's really going on but it that's how it appears that they get getting these instructions um, also if they're in a line and they're running in different directions and they meet they will spasm they kind of have this little spasm and um, some writers call it jittering which I think is a lovely word so they just spasm at each other uh-huh. And then go on, as if they're passing a message or oh. shouting an instruction or something. I see. Yes, or, I don't know, almost like a, a wave or a sign language or something. Yes. That sort of thing. Yes. Yeah. And then they continue. So there must be something. They wouldn't waste the energy of doing that if, if it meant nothing. And the other one is headbanging. I've heard headbanging from termites once before. Yes, um, it's, it's, it sounds a bit like a rattlesnake, isn't yeah. it? Doesn't it? What are they doing when they're headbanging? Well, they're banging their chins, actually. Well, there's been some discussion about this. <laughs> some people say they bang their heads on the top of the whatever it is they're hiding under. But um, someone else said they bang their heads downwards. So I um, had a look at in a piece of cardboard um, in my driveway, which kept hissing at me when I went past. <laughs> and every time I flicked it up, you know, they, you could never quite catch them doing it, and I eventually did. And sure enough, it was banging its head downwards on the bottom of the cardboard, or else on um, leaf litter. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you know why they would do that? Yes, it's an alarm signal. Um, well, well, that's how it seems to work. Um, and actually, then they don't hear it. They're, they're deaf, but they sense oh. vibrations through their knees. Mm. They've got little organs in their knees that sense vibrations. Mm. So, Pat, you mentioned that um, there's good termites and bad termites. Well, uh, from our point of view. From our point of view. To me, they're all good. (laughs) The question I wanted to ask is how important are those termites out there making the mounds? How important are they they for the tropical savannah ecosystem? How do they fit into the big picture? Well, mostly people think that they are very um, constructive because they bring minerals up from deep in the ground and moisture and they turn the soil overs. They've often been called the earthworms of the tropics because they perform those functions. Um, So we need them for healthy soil. Yes. Of course, um, some people have said, you know, some people studying it, have suggested that actually they also um, take away some of the nutrients from the soil around them, so they denude it. I've only read one paper that said that. Uh, But even so, they're still present because Mm -hmm. once the... Mounds break down, the, the stuff can be used. And in many countries, they actually break up termite mounds and use it as a fertiliser. Makes good concrete. Yes. Mm. Yes, I noticed in your book a picture of a pizza oven made from termite mound. Yes, that's um, our friend Wade Freeman, who lives in town here. He um, made one out of a termite mound. He's not the only one. It's been, um, his, his is very nicely formed, but um, crude. Uh, pizza ovens or or ovens have been made because they hold the heat because that's their function actually the function is to regulate the temperature for the termites that live in them because even though they live in even you know fairly extreme climates they have to um, have a, 
a very steady temperature to be able to survive. Mm -hmm. So they provide that for themselves in their mounds. And some uh, goannas and birds lay eggs in, in the mounds because they're nicely incubated for them. Nice. Oh, very clever. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I guess termites are friends for lots of different creatures. Exactly, not just humans. they are. And yeah. food for lots of things. Chooks <coughs> love them. Mm. Mm. Oh, incredible stuff. Um, we're nearly at seven o'clock, so we might have to wrap up now. But um, Pat Lowe, your book, Our Friends the Termites, is out now. Once again, thanks so much, Pat Lowe, for coming on Sound Environment. And um, good night from me. Thank you very much, Kat. Enjoyed it.